Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. Great to be with you on a Saturday afternoon in the great state of Texas. You know, if you're new to the show, we tape every week. We run the show on Saturdays at noon, 12 to 1230. And we like to bring guests in. We like to tell you about what's going on across the state as it relates to the issue of faith, family, and freedom. Now, you know we focus on the state of Texas, but certainly the work that we do impacts the rest of the country and vice versa. Sometimes people from outside of the state try to have an impact on Texas, whether we like it or not. And so you will hear from time to time us covering issues from a national perspective, but it's always about what it does and how it matters and how it's relevant to you as a Texan. And that's no different this week. A lot has been happening across the state of Texas. You know, we're in the middle of a special session at our Texas Capitol, and there have been numerous hearings. There have been votes. There have been all kinds of things going on. You know, one of the things we've been talking a lot about is the privacy issue. There's also been pro-life legislation that's been moving through the legislative process. But man, this privacy issue as it relates to privacy in bathrooms, showers, and locker rooms has continued to be an issue that people care about, that's talked about a lot. And so I'm excited today because we're going to have two guests on the show. I've got a guest in studio. John Jessup is going to be talking with me. So he's going to have a nice mic just like me (laughs) and have that smooth, silky voice. And so he's going to be in studio. And then later on, we're going to have a call-in guest. But John serves as the main news anchor for CBN, uh, otherwise known as the Christian Broadcast Network. Y'all have kind of transcended that right now. It's just CBN. Everyone knows about that. But John is based um, in the network's news bureau in Washington, D.C. He joined CBN News in September of 2003, starting out as a national correspondent, then covering the Pentagon and Capitol Hill. More of his bio on CBN's website, but he's done things all across the country. I've been to Guantanamo Bay. I was asking him a little bit about that. The Katrina story, I'm sure different things related to Christian um, politics, policy issues, but um, I'll let you read more about his bio on CBN. Dot com. You can also follow him on Twitter at John Jessup CBN. John, welcome to the Texas Values Report. Jonathan, great to be here. Thank you. Good. Well, it's good to see you. You know, we were catching up earlier. It's been a few years. I don't do as much work outside of the state as I used to, but it's great to have a friendly face in the studio. Thank you. It's, uh, it, we miss seeing you around in D.C., but I will say my one uh, my my one. Um, uh, issue, if you will, that I have with what you just said is I'm not sure if I have a silky smooth voice. Uh, I'm battling a little bit of a cold, so I'll try to do as best as I can. That's all right. Well, Texas has a way of, you know, making you feel better about things and and creating some healing. You all know, right. we'll see how that goes. And we'll try not to get involved in, in football and sports talk, even <laughs> though it says here that you have a degree from the University of Missouri. Please, let's not we talk won't, about we it. Won't talk, <laughs> we won't talk, talk Big 12 football, but it is around the corner. And you know how big of a deal football is we were I was out with my kids the other day and um, we were talking about some things related to football and they were asking me you know about the football season coming up and why you know you see stadiums no and even in high school and I said well guys y'all know how big football is in Texas, in Texas. so no about no matter where you are there's you know some kind of nice football stadium right. somewhere even at the state level well let's talk about state level issues though you're here in Texas right. 
Um, there's a lot of focus on what's happening during the special session. A lot of it does relate to this privacy issue, which is, you know, it isn't just Texas. We've had other states have been involved in it, North Carolina. There's a history of this, though, with this privacy issue that really goes back to what happened with President Obama when he was in office, pushing out this letter saying that school districts had to have um, a policy or had to allow boys to go into girls' bathrooms, and they were forcing it on public school districts. And so, and not that you're the expert on that issue. I mean, what we want to talk a little bit about is, you know, what you see happening on that issue and others from a national perspective, but really how Texas plays a role in it and why it just seems like every, you know, where you look, there's discussion about this issue that really has kind of come up in, you know, just the past few years. I mean, for a lot of people, I think it's very new. Sure. Well, uh, as you said, a lot of this has really bubbled to the surface um, post-North uh, Carolina with Obama's Title IX recommendations for the Department of uh, Education. Um, the gift uh, that some people say that he left to the Trump administration as uh, uh, Obama was about to um, end his term. Uh, in February, the Trump administration went ahead and, and reversed those, those, uh, those guidelines for schools, but it did cause some consternation for schools, uh, school districts, and, and from the state level, uh, even here in Texas, as we were just talking about before, that you had some school districts that started enacting their own policies. And uh, what you have in those circumstances is you run into cases where uh, you can have inconsistent guidelines from one school district to the next. Uh, So what I think you see happening is a lot of states trying to step in and intervene before you have this this patchwork of different laws. Uh, You know, you you could have something going on in San Antonio where it's very open, for example, and then you can go to uh, the the next small city next door and and it'll be completely different. And and if you have kids who uh, just happen to be going to one school district versus the other, you you, you have uh, an inconsistent patchwork patchwork of, uh, of guidelines, and, and that's unsustainable. So I, I think what you're seeing happen is a lot of state lawmakers uh, trying to intervene to, to prevent um, really a, a, a catastrophe, and, and what you're really building up to is potential uh, litigation that could go on for years and years and be very costly. Well, it's a good point, and you know, you, your work primarily is focused at the national level. Mm-hmm. You're in D.C. There was a case that was set up to be reviewed by the U.S. Supreme Court on right. this issue. Trump comes in, is elected president. He gets his folks involved. They decide that they don't agree with the Obama letter on this issue. And that does impact the litigation to the point that the Supreme Court did not move forward with reviewing that case. Right. So there was no oral argument, even though it was set up to that point. And so now you have the case go back to the lower appellate court, but I don't think it'll be a surprise at all if we see something else come up at the U.S. Supreme Court level. We've got a, you know, we've got a new U.S. Supreme Court justice. I mean, who knows if you're going to have a few that may retire or not, whether it's Ruth Bader Ginsburg or um, Justice, or Justice uh, Anthony Kennedy. And so it, this issue uh, is no question a national issue. I mean, and, and the reason I bring that up, too, and, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you hear a lot of people, some people that in Texas that for whatever reason, uh, they just don't they don't like the issue. They don't want the legislature dealing with it. They want either to convince people or their knee jerk reaction is, is it really necessary for this issue to be addressed by a state legislature or by any legislative body? And so we I, I, I find that interesting because from where I sit, I see it all around us. And it seems like you know, it is exactly what's going on, and that's part of their role. And so is that what you're seeing at the national level? That There's no question. It's not just you and I and a few other people that care about these issues. 
It is all around us. It is all around us. Uh, the case that you were referring to was the Gavin Grimm case out of uh, the middle of the state of Virginia. It did make it up to the Supreme Court, but based on what you were saying, uh, really a technicality because the 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 reversal of the Trump administration's um, view on the guidelines that the Obama administration left in place, uh, they were uh, the Supreme Court was able just to basically stay that case and remand it back to uh, the, the 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 appeals court. Um, so this is a case, e- even though. That case is 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 pretty much um, resolved or is, has worked out. Um, this this issue isn't going anywhere. Um, this is this is something that, uh, as you were just saying, a lot of Americans uh, and a lot of uh, Christians and evangelicals are very very concerned about. Um, you know, we as Christians tend to see things. Of course, there's a lot of gray area in life. We get that, um, but we tend to see things in black and white. There's 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 right and there's wrong. There's sin and there's there, there's 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 living a holy life. And I think when it comes to these kind of issues uh, that are that are complex. Uh, if you really get into the nitty-gritty, uh, at the end of the day, though, we as Christians view things through a biblical context. And I think uh, when it comes down to uh, transgender issues, uh, many people can view the Christian stance or viewpoint as um, bigoted or hateful, but it really comes down to a sense of biology that God created, yeah. you know, man and woman. There, and, There is that reference that's yeah. kind of important that, you know, that is not something that I think – you know, for a long time, people have thought all that much about because it's just – it's there. It seems to just be always a part of what we see. I mean, if you look at the issue of, of bathrooms and the legislation in Texas and other places is not just about bathrooms. While that is a, an important part of it, it deals with showers and locker rooms. And part of that is because the Obama letter, that's what the references were, that these issues and these policies should apply to that. So you have to prepare yourself that of what that could mean. Sure. One day a little boy says, I want to use the girls' bathroom. A few years later, he wants to change for his athletic team, and he wants to shower in the girls', bath- in the girls shower room. And so we have to see that and how the policies can be. So you have the issue of, of personal issues, right, of, of how people feel about it personally. And us as Christians, wanting to have a thoughtful approach to maybe an issue that's new or maybe to something that we hadn't thought about before. But then there's the policy side right. of when you have these rules in place and the impact that they can have. And you got to take all of that into account. So yesterday, or excuse me, on Thursday, big rally at the state capitol. Uh, pastors from all across the state, as one of my friends likes to say, black, white, and brown. Okay, we're at the Capitol all together, holding hands, united. You had people that literally were a part of the civil rights movement marches that were there. I mean, some old school, sure. you know, folks, which was incredible to have that history and that movement or folks that were part of that there. You had people from San Antonio, Houston, Dallas, all across the state, some national um, representation there as well, that were talking about this issue, but they were talking about it from from a biblical position, from a policy position, but also from, you know, some communities that sometimes are not always represented in these issues from a very diverse ethnic background and saying, look, this is what we feel about our faith. Here are some basic uh, principles that don't change. And so I, it was a really important moment, and there was just so many folks there that were a part of it. And, you know, not that this is all about what people believe religiously, but these people are constituents in particular districts. They have a voice, and I think you're seeing that at a national level, people, too, recognizing the impact that these things can have on religious liberty. Sure. 
on whether or not someone can have the view that God created male and female. Right. And you already see that in other cases, you know, after the uh, landmark Supreme Court decision that allowed uh, same-sex marriage, uh, you know, in the in the run-up to it, you had cases uh, where um, organizations like Alliance Defending Freedom had to represent, uh, for example, a uh, Christian baker from, from Denver, uh, who, because of his sincerely held religious beliefs, uh, refused to bake a wedding cake for a same-sex wedding. Now, um, he and, and, and others who are Christian business owners like Baronel Stutzman in uh, Washington State, they say that they have gay clients and they serve gay clients. It's just when it comes to the institution of marriage, uh, that is in direct conflict with their religious – sincerely held religious beliefs. So I think, uh, I think what you're saying is, uh, is, is very, very true. There, there are some who, who – you know, don't have the same uh, set of religious criteria uh, by which they view things. But uh, for Christians, I, I, I do see very much that this is this is a lot about how uh, the biblical viewpoint of of viewing society and viewing the context of the radical changes that uh, have have taken place over the last uh, eight, nine, ten years. This is a chance to speak up and say, uh, this is what we believe, and and this is how we are perhaps adversely affected. Well, and so here's something I'm curious about, and this is why it's great to have someone like John Jessup on the show. I mean, he knows the issues. I could—I was trying to remember what state that case came from, as a matter of fact, because I knew that I'd talked about it last week, but I couldn't remember. You are right on point. That case is going is up at the U.S. Supreme Court. Right. It's going to be reviewed this coming term. The, the Supreme Court term starts, I forget, October. September, October. Mm-hmm. They start hearing cases. They'll decide by next June. And so you're, we're going to hear much more about right. this masterpiece cake baker case from Colorado and the impact it has on religious liberty throughout the country. But let's talk about Texas for a moment. Sure. So Texas has about a week and a half left in its special session. The privacy issue in bathroom showers and locker rooms is center stage. Um, however it is, however it got to that place, that's where it is. You've got folks that disagree with this issue that have spent a million dollars with an ad buy to try to influence the outcome of this legislation. You've got some CEOs stepping up. You've got folks that are, you know, the LGBT that are funding a lot of these efforts. There's a new article about that. But here's my question and, and kind of what I'm getting at is our belief is the direction of this issue, while it may not be decided completely, what happens in Texas on this issue is going to be huge, not only for Texas, but for the rest of the country on how this issue goes moving forward. Am I wrong? I, I don't think you're wrong at all. I think uh, I do think it's interesting that Texas uh, lawmakers had enough conviction. Uh, those on the other side of the debate probably wouldn't say it's conviction, but uh, to, to step up and push this legislation uh, to the point where it is today, given the backlash that we saw in North Carolina. North Carolina just earlier this year in the spring had to repeal um, its uh, bathroom bill measure uh, because of the backlash that it suffered. Um, so I think it, 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 is, it is interesting to watch Texas, which uh, I think all of us who aren't from this state, I've always had a fascination with the state of Texas ever since I've been in college because I had a lot of uh, uh, Texas classmates in college and uh, I always was fascinated that wherever they went, they took the Texas state flag with them. Yeah. This is a state that you don't mess with. That's so, right. So, well, and I mean, you, you can tell too, I mean, it, it, it's not only that, but then it becomes a responsibility. Hmm. So in North Carolina, they repealed their law and then they replaced it with a compromise. Mm-hmm. The NCA comes back, they all their events come back. And so you enter this situation where you realize, you know what, um, 
even the the critics realized something had to be in place. It might not have been as strong as maybe I would have liked, but but they weren't left with nothing. So Texas is in a similar position, but we feel a responsibility that we can't act like this issue isn't happening. Right. It's happening in our own state, and now is the time to act. So we're going to bring a caller who's on the line to join us um, for the, the second half of the segment of the show. Vince Puente is on the line. Vince Puente is a, is a friend and has been involved in this issue personally. It's the, the issue of privacy in the dynamic of the federal government, the state government, the local government, all came together in Fort Worth Independent School District. And Vince Puente is also a business leader in the community, very well respected, received an award earlier this year by the local Chamber of Commerce because he does such a great job in the business community. But he grew up in Fort Worth, and this issue cares about him. So we're going to let him talk a little bit about Vince Puente is joining us on the Texas Values Report. Vince, how are you doing today? Good. Hey, John. Hey, hey, uh, guys. Hi, Vince. Well, it's good to good to have you on, Vince. You know, let's talk a little bit about you. You have um, you're a leader in the community. Then this issue came to your back door, right to your front yard, if you will, to your community when Fort Worth tried to, based on Obama, pass a policy. And implement a policy behind closed doors that allowed boys in a girls' bathrooms, didn't tell the parents about it, didn't have a vote about it. You got involved locally, and then this issue reached the state legislature. You've come down and testify. You also were a part of a, be- a very big segment of a news show up there in the Dallas area. You know, you've really stepped out there on this issue. Tell us a little bit about why um, it means so much to you, why you got involved, and why you think other business owners and people in the business community on our side, if you will, need to do the same. You know, Jonathan, uh, I've, I've stood by and, and always had strong feelings about these issues. Uh, of course, my faith is what guides me in these things. And behind my faith is my wife pushing me along as well. And she's, she is just, she has a, uh, she has a great spirit about her and, and uh, helps me get out there when I sometimes I don't want to. You know, I am a businessman here in the community, and stepping out like that does pose some risk. Uh, but he, she, through the spirit of God and through my wife, Mona, uh, she, we get out there and, and do what we can. You know, I'm a born and raised Fort Worth guy. Uh, went to Fort Worth Independent School District myself uh, and just love this community, love the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I uh, love Texas, uh, as, as we've talked about. But, yeah, this, this subject erupted uh, last summer, and uh, it was striking to me that, that this would happen in Fort Worth, Texas, middle of the Bible Belt, middle of the Lone Star State, and we have a new superintendent, and he comes in, and he changes the guidelines regarding the, the uh, discrimination policy, and, boy, but does he change it. So we're talking about not only allowing... Uh, boys into girls' bathrooms and vice versa. Uh, again, uh, not a bathroom issue. It is It is all changing. It is all showers. It's all everything. And based on the discretion of the student, whether that student was 7 years old or 17 years old, it was the student's discretion that determined whether or not how they, what gender they felt they were. But what was really um, terrible about it is that there was a total exclusion of uh, parents in this. Um, not only was the, the, when he changed the guidelines, he did he did not bring it before uh, his board, his trustees. Uh, there was no so there was no vote 
on it. There was no public comment called for, nothing. And uh, when you go through the policy, um, the, the guideline changes, uh, uh, it was pretty dis, um, specific. Things such as, uh, okay, if, if Johnny says that he's Joni, and no matter how he dresses or whatever, but that's how he wants to be referred to, then that teacher is required to refer to Johnny by the name Joni, and any reference to him has to be her, and the teacher has to reteach it him or herself to use the right gender, the right name, etc. Now, let's say Johnny's got a problem and uh, needs to call on the parents. When the t- it was specifically stated that the parent, when talking to the parent, uh, I'm sorry, when the teacher talking to the parent uh, made contact with the parent, they had to refer to Johnny by according to how he's registered in school and by his birth certificate. And yet, in class, she had to turn around and refer to it uh, as the gender that Johnny chose totally purposely excluding parents' knowledge of what Johnny was doing. Uh, the Johnny, in my opinion, has a, is a, a problem, a challenge, and wanting to exclude the parents from that part of, the, of Johnny's life. So, I mean, it, it was... Uh, yeah, it was over the it top. It was crazy what they were trying to do. It was over the top. And, you know, we're talking with Vince Puente, small business leader in the Fort Worth community, why he got involved in the issue of protecting privacy in bathroom showers and locker rooms. The issue hit his local community... And, and and Vince got involved in a way he'd never gotten involved before, and it made a difference. And he wasn't the only one. There were hundreds of people at these hearings that were outraged when the school district in Fort Worth had the nerve to do this without telling parents ahead of time and explaining it and then refusing to vote on it. The school board realized that the superintendent had probably stepped too far on this issue, if you will, but you, you can't imagine they weren't aware of some of this ahead of time um, because they were made aware of it before the public was made aware of it. And so, but you got involved it did have an impact, but the attorney general's office had to get involved. I mean, it got real serious, okay, because there were parental rights violations. And as you said, they were specifically withholding information from parents and really telling employees that if they didn't do that things that way, they could lose their job. Mm. And so a lot of government pressure, a lack of transparency. But then that issue, um, you know, they rescinded it in large part. But it wasn't like it went away. We saw other school districts doing the same thing. So you might have thought with all the attention and and thanks to Todd Starnes and other people or whoever, the issue got a lot of national attention. But it wasn't like no school districts school districts said, okay, we're gonna stay away from that now. That was that was a Fort Worth made a huge mistake. No, other school districts started doing the same thing. Coppell, which is in Dallas Fort Worth area, Dripping Springs, southwest of the Austin area. So it made it clear the state legislature had to get involved, and it also, I felt, made it clear that you felt like you needed to bring your voice to the legislature so they had a full understanding of what happened in Fort Worth and why it was necessary for the state to get involved so you didn't have all these school districts um, with reckless policies moving forward. Yeah, and, 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 and I'm going to jump over another subject. Let's not forget businesses itself. What they tried to do in Houston back in 2014 was was – affected private businesses we you know i own our business we own our building it's ours we're not leasing it and yet if if i was in houston texas during 2014 i was being instructed how to use the bathrooms of my business you know any business whether it's we get these ceos of these national corporations at&t etc and they want to dictate uh, social policy well they can choose that at their own building uh if they want to have 
men and women's bathrooms, so be it. That's that's their private business. But to tell another business that they must do this, and this is where this could lead. If there if there is no state legislation that any county, any city, any ISD can make their own policies, pass it, and and whether it went to a vote or not, and now we as private citizens or as business owners are subject to those things. That's and exactly that's the right. the importance of having a statewide legislation on this. I mean, it's only common sense. It is crazy that we're having to do this. It is, as they say, look at all the money we're spending on time on this. Well, yeah, because this is what will happen if we don't. There's and, a lot at stake. John Jessup wanted yes, to jump in. J- Jonathan, can I ask Vince a quick question? Uh, Vince, I, I, I'm curious, because I, I do have an opportunity to meet Christians from around the country, um, and, and this is an issue that isn't going anywhere. You, you talked about stepping out uh, and, and, and really exposing yourself to risk. Um, can you help help me when I meet other people? Explain to me why it's so critical to step out in, in spite of the risk, in spite of the backlash that you might receive as a business owner, um, people perhaps coming to to attack your business or, or to, to, to try to prevent your business from doing well. Why is it so important to step out? Well, you, you know, there's things bigger than business. There's things bigger than ourselves. And, and that is our faith. And that is in, in what God commands uh, and so, ultimately, that's what's going to happen. Uh, pastors of America, pastors of Texas, pastors of the Dallas-Fort Worth area, they have got to step out. And, and they want to call these things political issues, and they're not. They're, they're spirit, spiritual warfare that we've got to get in there and battle. You know, and so, yeah, I, honestly, I haven't been that concerned. Uh, my, a lot of our clients are very supportive of my boldness. Uh, I attend a lot of my private events at my home. Um, and, and so I get a lot of encouragement, and I'm very fortunate. You know, I could have been someplace else like the cake, de- the cake people and, and where they're losing their business over it. And, uh, uh, but it, it is, it's just important as, as, a, as a Christian um, not to be ugly but to be loud, to be heard, uh, to, to make an impact. We need to be encouraging our pastors to do it. They've probably got more influence on more people than anybody else does. And then we as individuals have got to support them by ourselves speaking out. Well, and I want to give you some encouragement before we run out of time on the show. Um, yes, on Thursday, a letter was presented to the governor's office, to legislators, with over a 1,000 pastors signing on, saying that they support legislation that protects privacy in bathroom showers and locker rooms. They're from all over the state of Texas. It's got the city listed. It's got the name of the church. It's quite compelling and very relevant to this debate. But you are right. We need to have more businesses step forward, even though there might be some risk. And sometimes that is just a matter of perception. And I, and, I, and not to belittle the cases that are going up to the U.S. Supreme Court, um, there's no question. But, you know, look, when you, and more and more people stand together, there's only so much that can happen as far as and, – and I think more people will be encouraged and realize this is about common sense. This legislation does not impact private business. If anything, it protects them to continue to operate the way that they see fit. People can find out about that at txvalues.org. Or you can go to the resource page, txvalues.org forward slash protect privacy. Vince, we're going to have to close things out here. We're thankful that you were able to come on the show, thankful for your witness. And you know you're going to be hearing from me again pretty soon because as strong as your voice is and the courage you have, we want more people to see that so it can inspire them to do great things like you've done. So thanks for being on the Texas Values Report today. You bet. 
All right, that's great. Good to have Vince on the line with John and let them interact a little bit. Jessup, we're going to close out here sure. uh, in, in about 45 seconds. It's good to have you on. It's good to have someone come in and recognize the importance of Texas. Um, as a kind of a closing point, what do you think uh, Texans should be thinking about as the way the, the rest of the country is seeing this issue and other issues of faith? I think more than anything, uh, more than at any time in, in our history, we just need to be uh, prayerful. Uh, the Bible is very clear about praying for our leaders. Uh, we need to pray that they have wisdom. We need to pray, as Vince was saying, that they have the clarity to speak up and speak boldly on the issues that we, we, care, uh, we care about um, so that we can see Christ uh, proclaimed. Well, I couldn't have said it better. John Jessup has been our guest in studio today. He is the uh, main news anchor for CBN, and he travels around to pick up interviews, to get in the on the ground, to get amongst the people. And we're happy to have that. We look forward to having you on or having contact with you moving forward. So God bless you, John. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up. TXValues.org is the website. We've got ads up talking about this issue, more information. All kinds of stuff. A week and a half left in the special session. Go to our social media pages. Um, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. All kinds of good stuff where you can find out about faith, family, and freedom in Texas. Texas.